Welcome to the Both and Motherhood podcast, where we honor the duality of being called to both making a massive impact and income through your business and really deep present motherhood. I'm your host, Kim Filippo, and I'm a mom to two amazing boys and a business coach for other female-identifying humans who are or desire to become mothers who are ready to start stepping into the life that they feel called to live and embody this duality of being called to both. I'm so glad you're here. You ready? Let's get started. Hey, Mama, welcome back. In my world, we're here in the U.S., and the kids just went back to school today after the week off of school for Thanksgiving. So I was home with them all week, and it actually felt like the most balanced and most joy-filled school break that we've probably ever had, and so I'm celebrating that. And it wasn't perfect. There were still challenges. This morning, transitioning back into going back to school after a week off of being out of routine, it was definitely a challenge. Got to school late and all the things, (laughs) but we made it. And especially over the last week, as I've had kids home full time and I did work part time hours last week because I chose, well, super, super part-time hours. I chose to work only three days a week really lightly last week and take more time off to be with the kids. There were just so many things where I caught myself going, gosh, like I just really saw so many similarities in the tools that I was using on myself and like the lessons and the things that I use in parenting that I also use in business and teach there as well. And so I wanted to bring you this episode today especially as we head into the holidays. Um, This episode will come out the 28th of November. So less than a month till Christmas, which means more school breaks. But then we're at a new year, right? And I actually started thinking, okay, there's three ways I can think of that running your business is like parenting. And as I was listing them out, I actually got all the way up to seven and I probably could go even further. So I'm going to break down seven ways that running your business is a lot like parenting. And another way to say this is these are seven tips that are going to get you better results, not only in your business to create more presence and profit there, but also in parenting because they work really well for both. On that note, before I dive in, I wanted to remind you that I have some spots open still for some free 45-minute presence and profit coaching calls. There's a link in the show notes. If you want to know more, I'll mention it more at the end of the episode and you can always send me a DM. But if you want to book a call, love to hop on a free call with you. So way number one, your shit is going to come up. That's just the truth. You're going to get triggered. If you're here, I take it you're a parent like me, and you probably very well know that your shit comes up when it comes to parenting. And you get triggered probably often. A lot of us, it's when our kids are acting out, using air quotes, or having really big emotions that they can't handle, especially if you, like me, were kind of told to kind of tone it down a bit and like that was too much or, you know, go to your room kind of situation. And of course, then I don't know about you, but I've got now a nine and a half year old and a seven and a half year old. And especially in the older one, I am starting to get some tween attitude. And just because I think of a lot of things going on in our life and his hormones, he's learning to express anger for really the first time in his life. And a lot of it comes out. And the anger was something that 
for me growing up was not really an emotion that I ever felt really safe to express. I realized as an adult how much I had repressed. And so anger, especially from a kid who had been really like the calm, quiet, easy one for the first nine years, has it triggers me, right? And the back talk and all that stuff. And in your business, no matter what phase you're in, from the first days to when you're in multi-seven figures, your shit is going to come up. I think the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur, whether you have kids or not, is that to really be successful and really build a business that is profitable and has the life that you want to create, you're going to have to stretch. You're going to have to heal some things. You're going to have to look at your shadows. You're going to have to rewrite stories. You're going to have to acknowledge some hard things. You're going to have to do some hard things. And I don't mean like working a bazillion hours. I mean like stretching out of your comfort zone, like learning how to get visible, learning how to ask for what you need, learning how to set boundaries, all of that stuff, right? And more. And if you've already got a business, you probably know already that this is here, right? But it's just the truth. Just know that it's normal. And the key to both is that your children are not actually, they're not trying to trigger you. Your business is not trying to trigger you. That doesn't mean anything's wrong. That's actually a good sign of growth. It's a good sign of good parenting, honestly, when you can recognize it. And the key is learning how to recognize your own triggers, how to manage them, how to regulate your emotions. And this is so deep in the work that I do and myself and with my clients because it, it does underline so much in business and in motherhood. So the tip number two is really that you're going to get so much better results both in your business and in parenting when you can be consistent and when you learn how to regulate and you can stay regulated or at least come back to regulation. Because none of us is regulated, meaning like feeling calm and peace all the time, right? A normal day, we're flowing in and out of dysregulation. We get dysregulated when our kids are assholes. <laughs> we get dysregulated when we put out a post and we get crickets or if somebody gives us an objection on a call or in a DM, or if somebody makes a negative comment about something that you've shared, or if a client confronts you with something that is a trigger for you, right? We get dysregulated. And the key is that all you can control is yourself. And when you can learn how to recognize that, how to regulate yourself and how to come back consistently to regulation and be consistent in your parenting, in how you're running your business, really as the CEO of both, you're gonna get so much better results. Because the truth is that children do best with consistency and your business does best with consistency. That doesn't mean you don't tweak things and things don't change and evolve over time because, of course, they will. Your life changes and evolves. You change and evolve. Your kids will change and evolve. Your business, the world, the industries, your clients, all of it changes and evolves. But consistency is going to get you the best results. Number three is you really want to aim for a high praise to criticism ratio. Now, you may already know this with your kids. You may have already noticed that even though it's a lot easier to just be like, don't do that. Don't hit your brother. Say something nice or clean that up. Clean your room. Do whatever. Right. 
that even though a lot of times we forget to praise like the little things because we're just like, oh, it's calm right now. Oh, they're playing so nice together. And you might think in your head of like, wow, they're finally playing nice together. But we don't often say it out loud. And a lot of times we don't even realize it because we're just going through our day. And so this is really true, honestly, with parenting or in a relationship or whatever. But you really want to have a massively higher amount of praise versus criticisms, meaning positive feedback versus negative feedback, right? All of our brains have been built to create strategies that protect us from times when we've been emotionally hurt in the past, right? Even if it was what we'd consider maybe a small thing now as an adult, it was a big thing as a kid. And so this applies for kids or just adults in general. And so from like for our entire lives, our brain is 10 times more likely to see and recognize and grab onto what you can say as like something negative, or you can also look at it as like something to back up a protective story we have, like that we're not enough, that we're too whatever, too much or not enough, or that we're stupid or that we're fat or that whatever it is, our brain is 10 times more likely to find and like snatch onto and hold really onto and really shine a light on any small piece of things that would give evidence to that story. Meaning you need 10 times as many like things to contradict that story or on the positive side of things for your brain to even have the same same amount of weight on it, essentially. And so the way to make the negative voices, the criticisms, the the negative self-talk not be so strong is to outweigh it with a lot of positive praise. And in your kids, this is, looks like this isn't, you know, this is something I've been learning and evolving too is different than how we were raised, right? It's not, hey, you did great or hey, you got, you know, an A or whatever. It's like, you know, just little things like brothers working together. Awesome. Yeah, you got your shoes on for school. Amazing. Let's go. Oh, you're reading your book. That's so awesome. Like just pointing out little things means so much and it helps so that the when you do have to have some negative or constructive criticism, it doesn't have as much weight for them. And this plays out in your business. Really, this is more about you running your business as a CEO because I want you to focus on giving yourself credit for all the little things. Focus on trying to make 10 times as much notice of positive things, things that are going well, things that are working, things that feel good in how you run your business compared to like, you're not even going to have to try to find where things feel like they're not working or not going well or where your brain just wants to say, oh, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to quit. I should probably just go back to a regular job or just stay home with the kids or whatever. You don't have to try for that. But at first, you definitely do have to try. And I actually recommend for a lot of my clients, if this is hard for you, is like to create like a success journal or whatever you want to call it where you can be writing down all the little things, all the wins, all the things that are going well. Because when you're having a moment where you're having a hard time, going back and looking at those helps shine a light on the positive things, the things that are the opposite of whatever your inner core story is, right? So that works for parenting and for your, your business. Okay, number four 
Is that the best long-term strategy, both for parenting and for running a present and profitable, successful business? Is that really, like, the goal is boring, present, predictable, and regulated? Yes, I'm not saying that it should be boring all the time, but if you think about it like this, if you parent where all you focus on is the fun stuff and every day you're like, sure, you can have pancakes for breakfast. That feels good. Sure. Let's go to Disneyland today. Let's do this. Do whatever you want. You know, let's do what feels fun and exciting today. I know you're probably thinking, Kim, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, there's no way I would parent like that every day, right? (laughs) Because children need consistency. Even though they fight you on it sometimes, their brains need consistency. They need predictability. They need to know what's going to happen. Yes, we do need fun and excitement and choice and all of the things, too. It's a balance. But it can't be all excitement all the time and never be just routine and boring. Because if that was the case, you're actually not going to raise a regulated, probably productive adult, right? And in your business, how that plays out in your business is that, like I said, even though in parenting, you're probably like, well, duh, Kim, of course. But in business, we often think about it the other way. There's so, we see so many people's highlights online. And even there was honestly like a lot of stuff going around for the last couple of years where people are just talking about how like you should be in love with everything in your business every single day, all the time. You should be lit up and, you know, the like, if you find work that you love, you'll never work a day in your life kind of thing. Like basically it should never feel like work and um, it should always feel easy. And I mean, I still see shit online where people are like, do what, come talk to me and people will never have objections or never have any doubt about working with you. And I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. (laughs) People are human. But the point is, if you run your business that way, where you're literally like anytime it starts to feel like not that fun, exciting buzz of like something new, like when you create a new program or a new offer or when you just started or when you just started selling something or you started something new, it's like, hmm, It's like relationships, right? It's like a long-term relationship. You know, in the beginning, in the honeymoon phase, you've got this in your business too. It feels fun. Everything feels exciting. And you have many honeymoon phases as you grow your business. Like I said, when you've got new offers or something shifts, cool, new program. And then when it starts to just be, like you go to this phase, just like you do in a long-term relationship, where like it's a deeper kind of love. You know, it's a deeper kind of fulfillment. It's a deeper kind of joy. And it's not as big and flashy. And so I've been choosing the word boring. I don't mean boring like you hate it. I don't want you to hate your business. But basically like predictable, like rinse and repeat, especially if you're focusing on holding both motherhood and business. Like you need that part to be vastly predictable and regulated and kind of like rinse and repeat, like things that are like intentional and going to get you where you want to go with like the most bang for your buck, as they say, right? As far as time and energy goes. And that's actually going to not only help you hold and be present, holding both your business and life outside of it and motherhood. It's actually going to be the healthiest for your business too, and actually create the most profit in the long run. Because your audience knows what to expect. Your clients know what to expect. Your team, as you grow it, know what to expect. And you know what to expect. 
we all just need to know what to expect. It's okay to throw fun stuff in there. It's okay to go to Disneyland on a whim. It's okay to like decide, hey, I'm going to throw up this sale or I'm going to create this program like tomorrow. Like that's totally cool. And it can't always be that way. When we do that in our business, we end up actually not staying consistent and long enough to see results. And that's where people get stuck and start to feel like it's not working and give up sometimes. On that note, number five is honestly keep it simple. This is kind of underlying the same message here of keeping things predictable and like present and boring in quotes, right? But the best strategy is simple. For parenting, it's like staying regulated so that you can teach them how to regulate. Did you know, as a side note, that children's brains, especially when they're little toddlers and, you know, elementary school and tweens, but even, you know, our brains are not fully developed until we're 25. And so children and and teens and tweens and all of that in between, they're actually not wired. They're not supposed to know how to regulate their emotions. They're not supposed to be able to calm down on their own, especially as they're younger. So our job really as a parent is to regulate ourselves and children learn to regulate. And again, that's bring our nervous system back down from like this Let's say triggered, it could be like when your emotions feel really, really big, that's dysregulated, right? Either you're really, really sad, you're really angry, you're scared, you're like feeling out of homeostasis essentially, right? And regulation is when you come back down to calm. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect, but, you know, because it never is. It doesn't mean you don't have to feel a little bit, but like you feel like you're in control, right? Dysregulated is kind of like you're not really driving the car anymore. Your emotions are driving the car. <laughs> I know you've been there. I've been there. Definitely our kids have been there. Um, regulated is when like, yeah, you can, you're still feeling these emotions maybe or you're, or they're very, they're like low wavelength and you're driving the car again. You may have noticed this if you've had toddlers. When they're having a fucking tantrum, like there is no way that you can talk logically to them. Like science says that like when a person is dysregulated, especially a toddler, <laughs> But this, I see this happen in my older kids that are seven and nine still. When they're really dysregulated, the frontal part of their brain that actually deals with like reason and logic is literally offline. They're on like the base part of the brain. <laughs> like, so you can't logic with them when they're in that mode. Just like you can't think logically, you can't parent logically, you can't run your business logically when you're running from dysregulation. And so actually like the way that this was mind blowing for me, that the way that children are supposed to learn, like how they learn to regulate themselves, it's called self-regulation, where we can feel our emotions, where we can calm ourselves down and bring ourselves back to regulation is through co-regulation first, which means that you learn to regulate yourself as the adult and you stay there in regulation while they're dysregulated. And then we have these things called mirror neurons in our brains where we will mimic, you know, often without thinking about it, emotions, facial expressions, body expressions, whatever from people around us. And there's a calming presence, like they're meant to co-regulate. So if you're regulated when your child is dysregulated, they will naturally learn to, they'll come regulate with you. And eventually it takes thousands and thousands of times of seeing you self-regulate and co-regulating with you, they will slowly start to build the skills to self-regulate. And the goal is by the time they're adults that they can self-regulate on their own, right? In your business, it's the same, right? 
you cannot run your business and make big traction in your business when you're running it from being super dysregulated. And I think I'm coming back to, I was talking about keeping it simple. The easiest way, again, to stay regulated, to come back to regulation is when we know what to expect, when we can keep it simple. When we're trying to, when we're getting dysregulated and we're trying to remember a super complicated thing, that just makes it harder. So in your business, what if it was just like, I'm going to show up every day and well, every day you work, every work day or whatever. I'm going to talk to somebody. I'm going to post, whatever that is. Overcomplication is actually, especially in business, is actually usually a sign of a trauma response, like a flight trauma response where we're like trying to keep ourselves busy and trying to like find the thing, right? Sometimes it's like almost like it feels too easy. And I'm not saying it's easy, right? It's more of a simple, simple, keep it simple. Number six, kind of tied into some of these other ones. I've kind of talked about it a little bit, but like you're not always going to love it. You're not always going to love parenting. You're not always going to love running your business. There are going to be hard days. It's not always going to go the way that you want and plan. In parenting, from like fucking pregnancy, (laughs) I don't know about you, but I I had actually a really good pregnancy. I was really lucky, but a lot of people don't. It's really rough. Birth for sure, especially with my first kid, did not go the way that I planned. (laughs) And then once they come out of your body, like... There's a lot you can influence, but you can't control it, right? Especially as they start to get into toddler ages. But even as babies, they're not going to sleep the way you want them to sleep. And then they've got, you know, big emotions and they've got attitude. And then they're like, you know, all the things. Then they get sick and all the things. So it's just like in parenting, for sure, you've probably already learned this lesson that it's not always going to go the way you want or plan. And in your business, you've probably figured this out as well. That's the truth, too. Like I said, it's there are going to be some days when it feels like it's not working and it's not going as fast as you'd like it to go. Or you find yourself in comparisonitis and it seems like other people's businesses are going so much faster and better than yours. In all those moments, in the hard moments of parenting like that and the hard moments of running your business, my tip here is it's like it's helpful to know that this is normal one and then just keep stepping back and mentally looking at the big picture vision that you have. Why are you doing this? Why are you parenting this way? Because especially if you're doing like a peaceful parenting kind of strategy, like I am talking about, like I do, and trying to run a business where you're doing work that you love and doing it from home while being present with your kids and creating an impact and an income that supports yourself and your family and, you know, creates an impact in the world. There are going to be days when you don't love it. And just continue to step back. Look at that bigger picture. Why are you doing this? And again, if you find that like every day, all the time, you hate it all the time, like let's talk because maybe something is off or maybe there are boundaries that need to be set. Maybe something needs to be shifted completely. Maybe it's not really aligning with actually what your true dream is. And come talk to me. (laughs) Send me a DM. Let's hop on a call. Let's talk through that because you should have if you're on the right path. And this is not something that most of us find from day one in our business or parenting. You know, there should be joy there too and fulfillment. And if you feel like there's not, like I said, come talk to me. Okay, the last one, number seven. It's really your job, your biggest job. Because obviously there are lots of 
responsibilities and jobs as a parent and a CEO of a business, your biggest job is to hold the faith. Keep going, even when it feels like it's not working or you aren't sure if it's working. Parenting example, when this was me this morning, done lots and lots and lots of work on regulating and talking about emotions and teaching my kids emotional resiliency and a lot, you know, teaching them how to express their emotions and to communicate in a healthy way. And there are still times like this morning where they struggle and they get dysregulated and they fight and they're little assholes, kind of, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) And inside, you might find yourself thinking like, gosh, this isn't working. Like, this is so hard. And in your business, you can be like that too. You can be posting all the time or feeling like you're posting all the time, feeling like you're talking to people all the time, feeling like you're always working and doing all the things. And if there are going to be times when it feels like it's working or you're not sure if it's working or you're putting stuff out there and like you're getting crickets, is anybody even watching? Is anybody listening? Is anybody going to buy from me? Is this going to work? Am I actually going to make this work for me? Is this actually, do I actually get to have this? There are going to be those moments and the biggest job in both of those is to hold the faith. Decide that it's working. Decide that you're going to continue to show up. Decide that you're going to get the support that you need, whether that's books or podcasts or coaches or therapists or partners or family or whatever that is, to look at it and make tweaks if needed, both in parenting and in your business. And keep going, even when it feels hard. So all that to say, I just really saw recently, especially of like, you know, they say like, you're not just raising happy kids. Actually, the point is not really to raise like happy kids. That's obviously something that you want. But the point of parenting really is to raise an emotionally mature, functional adult who hopefully feels joy and is happy as well, right? But you have to look at the bigger picture because if you're looking at the bigger picture of raising an emotionally mature functional adult, that means you've got to do some hard shit parenting wise, emotionally. Again, this doesn't mean you don't sleep. This doesn't mean that you're working a bazillion hours. This doesn't mean that you don't get to be yourself. This doesn't mean that you give up everything to be a parent. This means like emotionally hard stuff of like holding the faith of all these things, right? In a business, same thing. You're not just running a business to make you money now, today, this week, next month. Ideally, if you're here to create a massive impact in the world and a massive income and change for your family, you're here to build a business that will support you and your family for the long haul and hopefully something that is going to bring you fulfillment for the long haul too and help you create the life that you want to create. And again, these I know a lot of these blend together but it's really just about you're choosing this path parenting. You're choosing this path of running a business and building a life that you fucking love and that supports you and your desires and your dreams and all of it. And now in my world, you do this with the whole picture in mind of your business, your life, your family, your desires, what you want that to look like, because yours is not going to look like mine or somebody else's exactly, right? And we need support. Can't do it alone. We shouldn't do it all alone. Parenting or business or otherwise, especially when you're really trying to 
go against the status quo and create a life that you love, that even though there are hard parts that you're not working a bazillion hours on your phone a bazillion hours on social a bazillion hours that you're actually present with your family and like yourself and fulfilled in yourself outside of your business like where you're building a life and business that you love and if any of this is resonating with you and you love support I would love to talk to you I do have one-on-one coaching spots available I've got three spots open for only 950 a month for three months of coaching together one-on-one where we can dive deep into strategy and the mindset and all the things and balancing this of this both and of your life. And if you want to get started, I've got still free 45-minute present profitable coaching calls where we can just dive in for free. 45 minutes together, one-on-one, no strings attached, giving you some clarity on where to focus on and how to get more presence and profit in your life and business now. If you're interested, I'd love it if you would reach out. You can send me a DM or the link to book a call is in the show notes. And when you're listening to this, know that what you're doing is not easy. Choosing yourself, choosing your family, choosing your business dreams and goals and the path that you feel called to lead, it's not easy. It's so worth it but it's not easy. I know that I see you and I believe in you and I love you and I'm here for you. And I want you to give yourself a big pat on the back or a hug or buy yourself coffee or some flowers or something today. I want you to celebrate. Find something to celebrate today. And I'd love it if you'd share it with me. Send me a DM. Let me know what you're celebrating today. I will see you next week. Have a great one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it with a friend and leave a rating or review for me in Apple Podcasts or Spotify so more mamas can find this podcast. Make sure you hit that follow button in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss an episode. See you next week. Love ya.